Hello, 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 everyone. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. I'm Sade. I'm Nina. And tonight we have the lovely April Williams on today, zooming in from her location. And tonight we're going to just know listen to her story um we've talked to her before so she's been out so many months now so just just a recap on her life and getting out on a covid uh relief program citizen program and she's going to explain a little bit more because she's helped a lot of other people individuals to get out her their sentences you know get out early as well and uh just ask what's going on how you doing i'm doing how y'all doing? Uh, doing fine. So today, um, we just want you to get a viewers update on what it took to get for you to get to this point, and how life has been since you've returned. Well, it took me approximately three months from the time that I originally petitioned the court when COVID nineteen initially hit mm-hmm. to um, get immediately released from prison five years earlier than my uh, original release day. Since that time, I've helped four other people Mm -hmm. uh, with the same uh, motion uh, to get released as well. So uh, life is great. Life is wonderful. So how long have you been home? Um, Since um, September 22nd, 2020. Okay. Okay, so you're coming up on a year. Yes. Uh, how does that feel? That feels wonderful. <laughs> I bet. I already know. So how was the, um, you adapting because, you know, me knowing you personally, um, I know you're a hard worker. So from what I, from when I met you, um, many years ago up until now, what is your, uh, what has been your work ethic, you know, since you've been home to keep your mind, your mental health together since you've been home? Well, I stay diligent. I stay positive. I stay focused. No negative activity at all. No negative thoughts. Constantly striving in a positive direction. Um, meaning working every day. Um, I go to church with my mom. I stay active in the um, community as much as I can as far as, um, you know, the elderly, my children. I just try to stay around positive people. How was your transition, you know, coming home? How did, how did it, how was it, you know? It was extremely hard. A decade, well, yeah, a whole decade had passed. And um, things are extremely different out in the world. Uh, Marijuana is legal. It's like, wow. And what state are you in? I'm in Michigan. Okay. Okay. I'm in Detroit. Minnesota is still lagging behind. Yeah. It's not legal here yet. <laughs> it's so much going on here. I mean, um, and the world has changed drastically. Drastically. Um, what what things are you putting in place to, because um, I'm pretty sure it's been, you know, really difficult as far as, um, you know, are, are you driving? Yeah, I came home. I was, I was extremely blessed. I was driving a month after I got home. Okay. Good. I was employed a month after I got home. Okay. Well, like three weeks after I got home, I had a job. Oh, wow. I, good. 
car um, shortly after that. And I got my own place shortly after that. So, you know, I had a lot of support from Mm -hmm. family and friends. Okay. Inside and out, people that I met inside and, Uh you know, a lot of support from people that I met in the inside. We all kind of network from the outside. Right. Okay. Well, what what do you plan to do going forward after? How long do you have to be on probation? Well, my goal is to um, get rid of the probation. I have five years, four more years probation. So my goal is to petition to be removed early because they modified my sentence. So at, at at the point in time that they modified my sentence, it gives me the opportunity to ask the courts well, since you took away these five years, let's talk about taking away some of this probation. At right. some point, okay. so, when I ask the question. That's okay. Yeah, so when um, saying modifying your sentence, could you explain to viewers, because they may not know what you mean, because I know a lot of other people got out with the early release for because of COVID, and they still had a sentence hanging over their head, you know, that wasn't commuted or anything like that. So what do you, can you? Well, the judge actually gave me time served. Which is a little bit different from what other people probably just got released early, early, and they still that the end of their time is still over their head. I don't have that. My time oh. is gone. Amen. Right. Oh, that is so good because I know a lot of people are struggling, and once the um, COVID epidemic ends, the COVID Cares Act end, they're looking at being sent back to prison. Have you seen heard anything of that? Since you do a lot of paperwork for people, you know. I heard- lot of conversation about people's um freedom being revoked right it, it being reversed some of this time being reversed but nobody actually making it back yet so it's all it's all conversation i haven't seen anybody being sent back to prison as of yet okay man do you know what um motions um in particular that like you could say like right offhand that would help someone that is facing you know the fear of going back because we had a guest on um last week kendrick um he was on our um you got to check out our podcast from last week he is He's facing going back, mm-hmm. right? He's, wow. um, I wouldn't say he's in fear, but I would say, you know, that's that's the talk, like you said, that the man, so he still has until um, 2032. Mm-hmm. Wow. But he has done 18 years, yeah. right? Because this time is still being counted for him. Mm-hmm. And okay. so well, his, his situation was really unique because he explained that, um, the judge, first of all, they took the crack disparity from one to one, uh, 100 to one down to 18 to one mm-hmm. and knocked a lot off of him. Right. Right. The judge had the discretion, though, to give him that. Right. But the right. judge, because because Obama passed it for it to go to 18 to one. But Trump right. made it to where it was retroactive to push it back. Right. Right. So Obama stopped it. Trump pushed it back. Right. Now, with him, he said that his uh, judge said that he had to stay, that he that he couldn't um, qualify. He had the discretion in his hands in Texas. This is in the state of Texas under federal law that he had the um, 
you know, it was it was his discretion for yeah. him to yeah, make so the decision for him to stay. So he has that hanging over his head, which is very sad. Also, they're now talking about taking it all the way down to one to one, making it equal what it should have been in the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. right. But so he's actually still in the halfway house. And when mm-hmm. I he has bought up like major, like he's doing very good. Right. He's right. now working with Coca-Cola. So he's a truck driver, you know, got his CDLs, all that. So yeah, my yeah. thing for him was that by him being in a corporate, you know, a corporation, they would probably be the ones to fight for him to say, hey, you know, well, send him back for what? He He's, he's being very law abiding. He's doing what he's supposed to do. You well, know, he, he needs to prepare paperwork stating exactly what he's doing at this time. Um, <laughs> like step by step, like I'm, I'm working. You know, like his positive moves and have it on paper exactly what he's doing, who his supervisors are and what he's doing to contribute to the community. These are things that can help with uh, um, when going back in front of the judge. I cannot uh, begin to explain to you that Texas is so behind legally. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they were the last state that let the the, the slaves free. Juneteenth is all about Texas. So they are so they their interpretation of the law is so wrong. It's so backwards. It's so it's a, a old concept, you know. And 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 trying to break it down because he needs a really good attorney to break it down. Mm-hmm. He really does. Yeah, we 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 told him that we'll continue, you know, to pray and send him resources as we go. Yeah. And um, he, he, I'm pretty sure, um, I believe he's, you know, preparing all of his, you know, the good thing, the greater good things right. he's doing and has done already. Um, he has a good following, you know, on TikTok, mm-hmm. and, yeah, um, Instagram. on Instagram. He has a, a t-shirt line called Life in the Feds. Oh. Yeah. And he's doing really well. He got a nice, nice website. You know, he's mm-hmm. successful, you know, at his brand. And so he's doing pretty good. He got five kids. Like it isn't, he's a grandfather. What's, I mean, it's like, right. you know, what's this point of even sending them back? Yeah. Especially for now. There wouldn't be any point. Other no. None at all. There would be, he's already free. What right. would be the point in Right. But it's all about the interpretation of the law. Like I said, they want to interpret it one way. Right now, he's a free man and and she needs to put it before the Supreme Court if necessary, before it even, you know, petition them to ask, you know, them to take a look at the case because they're the ones that are biased, not not the district judges or the circuit judges in Texas, but the Supreme Court. Right. I would. Right. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Um, are you planning to uh, do anything political-wise with all the, you know, the gifts well, not, in, in the uh, writing that you have? Yeah. <laughs> what are you not? Doing? Not at this time. I haven't been drawn in that direction. Okay. I'm really just still trying to get my balance in this world as far as, you know, how I want to live in it. Because obviously we, we come from these lifestyles you know, mm-hmm. prior to prison mm-hmm. and, and adjusting to being, uh, you know, not so much without, but there's just a change and just being content with the smaller things. You know, that's 
it's pretty much where I'm going. Family, you know. Okay. How long did it take you to get used to the new way of social media? I'm still getting used to it. Emailing, <laughs> how, how's the email going? I, I mean, it, like I said, I was gone over a decade and it's like everything changed. Everything mm-hmm. is different. Everything. I mean, and I'm, a, I'm pretty computer literate and it, just the simple things are very hard for me to do. A Zoom. Uh, just all kinds of little things, man. It was like, wow. I felt so ignorant, you know, to to the, the, the new age electronics. No. Things I hadn't not. seen. We go, go hey, the same thing. We're still out here learning. So we yeah. don't, you knew how to Zoom, or what was that, your sister? That knew how to Zoom when you did the first interview? Yes. Yes, that was my sister. Down. She yeah. had to tell all of us how yeah. to do it. So uh-huh. You have to follow her. She, um, uh, She's a cool blue. She's a musician. Okay. And uh, she has a, she's on YouTube. Okay. Definitely got to promote her. And she's an upcoming artist trying to, you know, get to be, you know, yes. to be her scene. So. That's her, um, her proper handle so we can. Yeah. It's a cool blue. A-K-U-A, uh-huh. one word, blue, B-L-U-E. Okay. And she's on YouTube. And yes, she's on, yeah. Okay. I'll put her on Instagram. I know she's on YouTube. Okay. 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 She's probably sure will look her up. Too, yes. Yeah. Facebook. She's on all of them. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, we um don't want to hold you up on your time. Thank you. We are very grateful that you gave yes. us the opportunity to um first of all interview the first time and then yes. get you back on here. So. Right. Right. Um, what What advice uh would you give to the viewers that you know, maybe facing the same situation or have a family member that's facing the same thing of returning to prison and, you know. Never stop fighting. Never stop fighting. Never stop trying. Because mm-hmm. it was just one piece of paper and I and I hit, I, I, I heed it hard and kept putting it off, kept putting it off and I finally petitioned the court and it happened. So never give up. Never. And um, explain also, okay, oh, do I, I do need you to say this um, real fast. The being of the Delta um, COVID mm. is big now that they're saying right. that it's returning, right? What was it that you did specifically that said, um, you, didn't you say that you couldn't have it in order to file for it when you were nope. in, when you were locked up? You could not have it, right? No, and, and they were like, okay, just imagine it was a building of 100 women and out of 100 women, 45 of them got COVID. Right. Wow. So I'm fighting for my life. I had to literally sit in one spot, not move. I had a bottle of bleach. You know how <laughs> and I did what, what I had to do to stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, my God. Dang. Yeah, it, it was so just they, that and simple. Then they, and then they keep you guys, like, in your rooms? Well, at some point. But, you know, you got ignorant people still in prison, huddled up in rooms, still tr- trying to socialize. And and was spreading the stuff right there in prison. Oh. It was bad. Mm. It was bad. It was real bad. Was your prison double? The rooms double bunked or just single rooms? They were double bunked. Mm-hmm. So all of you had that. What about so no one in your room ever got sick? The lady, um, she had moved out. She mm. got sick. The, the Hispanic community misinterpreted uh, the message mm. because they kept huddling up in groups mm. and socializing in groups and they consequently ended up being the larger 
group of people that actually caught it in prison. Okay. Did they give you guys masks when you were in there? Yeah, they gave us masks. They gave us, uh, oh, it was bad. They fed us peanut butter and jelly for like 60 days. Oh, it my. was bad. It was so bad because mm-hmm. the people in the kitchen had contracted it. The people, the staff in the kitchen, it was so bad. The water became contaminated oh. in Arizona. You mm-hmm. couldn't drink the water. They put this, posted a note. I took a picture of it. Uh, but we, we took it down and, and sent it home. And, and they um they had fecal matter in the water. It was bad. It was so bad. Mm. Could you order canteen at the time or mm. your own water? Y'all couldn't order? They had us on limitations. We could only spend $25 a week or a it might have been even a month. I don't know. We weren't shopping regular though. We weren't doing anything regular. They wouldn't even let us use the phone. We went a long time without using the telephone. Wow. Yeah. What did you do? Did your family just start calling and asking? And well, I wrote letters, so you know, I'm a writer. I wrote, let them know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then I in the midst of me petitioning the courts, the Bureau of Prisons petitioned on my behalf as well. So I was I had a double edge nice. thing going on. Right. I, I, you know, they rather they let me go or not. That I had to, I had to judge my motion, and then the Bureau of Prisons said I met a certain health criteria. So uh, I was eligible to, to leave. Wow. How, you know what, just, just, I couldn't even imagine that just um, surrounding, being mm-hmm. around you with everybody sick around you. And it you, was so bad. Yeah, and you being well enough to, you know, be, you know, you have a, um, you know, being in the right state of mind, having the same mind, not losing your mind in oh. that environment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because the first thing you think is to panic. Well, I did panic, but what I did do is I spread the motion that I wrote to as many people as I possibly could and strongly suggested to them that you submit the paperwork whether or not you think you're eligible or not. Right. (laughs) These are the times. And uh, before I even knew I got free, I I think it was like three or four more women had gotten back paperwork. So it was, the, the process was going, I mean, we were getting out. This was, this was was truly a miracle. It was, yeah. we were, <laughs> okay. Okay. a lot of people got out. Was the process pretty quick, you think, or? I petitioned the court. It was two months. Uh, I did it in July, as a matter of fact. I was released in September. Oh, that's oh, good. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That would be, all right. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But yeah. that, that's as quick as the court's going to move. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, hey, <laughs> July, September. Do. Oh, my God. That's probably yeah. as fast as. But um, yeah. they didn't know what they were doing no, either. They didn't know. Right. No. And so they looked um, from my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong. They were looking at all the people that did not was not a risk. Right. Mm-hmm. If you weren't on a risk, you're wasting time in here. Right. Because right. they had to move you out because you were getting their people sick. That's all what it's always about. Mm-hmm. Right. That they're, everybody that's sitting in a campus and have, is, is eligible for release at that point. That right. was the problem. Right. That was the problem with the BOP because mm-hmm. we all were low, low, low to medium or medium to low. And we all were, we shouldn't even been locked up. We all were eligible to go to a halfway house mm-hmm. because because of the the, the house. You're at a camp. You walk off. You you walk away. 
So right. that was the problem. The BOP was scared because their numbers were dropping. The, mm-hmm. the camps were emptying. People mm-hmm. were leaving like t- t- I, I want to say like 10 people a week were leaving. It, oh, it, it was bad. It was it was bad for them as far as their numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So did they ever take the people, anyone from like the FCIs and put them in a the camp? Because no, it was they shut down. They just shut our, they shut it down. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So everybody in the camp just went home. Pretty much. It was empty. When I left, it might have been and this is if they might have been operating at 40% when I left. Hmm. Wow. Okay. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it was. It's sad it that it had to be, um, you know, under these circumstances, death. You know what I'm saying, life or death. But right. you'd rather be at home, right? You know, right. And there under those circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, right. The worst that you could say that it got, um, not maybe you witnessed it because, like you said, it was bad. But that after you left, because it, if it. It got bigger too. When Let you- me tell you what they did. They they grabbed a bunch of elderly women. This this was the worst. They grabbed a bunch of elderly women and told them they met the criteria. Started process. This is what the BOP did. Started processing their paperwork and then told them ladies that they weren't going home. Oh, hey, wow. Twenty of them. One lady just died uh, recently. Miss oh. Laura Papalitak. Uh, uh, She's from uh, Seattle, Washington. She passed away. They 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 put her in isol uh, quarantine four times to leave. Mm. She never made it to the street. Mm. Dang. How is her? How is her? Um, her family like? They like they're, they're supportive. You can't be supportive in that. It, it was so much in that in that situation because the the staff they're short staff. So they got you locked down in your in your unit. Mm-hmm. You're not moving around because it's maybe only two people on the whole compound, staff wise. Wow. <laughs> because they were getting it too. <laughs> you gotta understand. They wow. were the ones coming in and out. So they probably were the ones that brought it in the first right. one. Right. Because we didn't go anywhere. So we couldn't contract it from anywhere. They cut visitation out uh, way early on when it first started. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you for joining in. Yes. Thank you for all the information that you gave. We appreciate it. And whatever resources that you need from us, let us know. And I sure will. Keep yes. in touch, okay? Thank you. Yes, we need to talk about those grants in the real, very near future. I have some ideas I've been thinking about. I'll give you a call. Okay. All right. Thank, all right. You. thank you. Take thank care. You. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, guys. Uh, it's just it's rough out here. I mean, and it's more of va- another variant. Then they're talking about Delta, another variant. I mean, it's just it's terrible. Um, so with you being in the shop and um, you were, uh, how should I say, you were um, restricted when COVID first started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you took a hit from not only your daily routine. Right. Um to where uh, you had to reconstruct your whole business as far as like, you are already very sanitary, but Mm -hmm. just like to the hundredth power, you know? Now, what do you do? What do you do? Pretty much the same thing. Um, I'm still operating at probably 50, 60%, which 
I have one client at a time come in. I used to have okay. years ago, two, three at, at a time mm-hmm. finagling. I'm trying to keep it at a limited one or two, right? Depending on the services. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, now they talk about the Delta girls. Right. Shoot, I'm about to say y'all can come back in here. Everybody wearing masks. I don't care if you're vaccinated, not vaccinated. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's scary. It's really scary out yeah. here, especially when you see and know people that died and um. Does it, it does it make you go into being because you're social? So does it make you go into an introvert? Does it make you? I mean, I still talk because now? I talk because a lot of my clients I've been having for like 10, 10 years, uh-huh. you know, more. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much know each other, and I know which one's gonna go out and you know do different activities and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's, so what did no. you do? How did you? I mean, yeah, because I know you was kind of paranoid. <laughs> you had alcohol in the car. And you had... <laughs> um, well, what I did was I stayed in the house, but really I didn't. It seemed like they told me I couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. So being as though they told me I couldn't go outside, and you know nobody wants to look like or or feel the Fine. look or. Mm-hmm. You know, get the feel of being locked in. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we already been locked in. Yeah. So yes. I had an excuse every day to go outside. And so um, I constantly, you know, do my vitamins mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, drink your tea and, you know, do everything that they tell you. You know, at first we were on this big old sea moss, the world, you know, oh, sea moss, sea moss, sea moss, sea moss, right? Mm-hmm. That was pretty huge, right? But um, I could say, um, I mean, I just did everything that uh, I feel I was supposed to do, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've been grateful to God that, you know, still healthy. I think it passed through my system, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may, it may That's have. not funny. It may have. <laughs> I was terrified. I think it passed through my system because um, it was a couple of days that I, um, after New Year's, I couldn't... Um, Taste or smell, mm-hmm. but then it came right back. Right, I didn't even know the difference. You know, I didn't have no cough, mm-hmm. I didn't have no chest pain. Okay, one thing that I had, but I never heard nobody say this uh-huh. I had a leg pain. I remember you telling me that, and it was like a Charlie horse. And it came, I could be driving, mm-hmm. I could be walking, and just out of nowhere, it was like a sharp pain, and I just like, oh. Uh, like, you know, you know, you just, you know, freeze or, you know, like that. And it's like a hole my leg. And Remember I told you water intake. You yeah, but water. I was constantly drinking water. Mm. So I felt, I never heard nobody say that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that was something that just different with my body that happened over a mm-hmm. period of months. Mm-hmm. I went into the doctor. I got an ultrasound. From the bottom of my ankle all the way to the top, to you know, to my heart. They okay. said they didn't see no blood caught. They didn't see anything. That's good. But just the fact of on my left side, uh, sharp pain mm-hmm. in my calf, you know, and like right above my ankle. And I just kept feeling it like it was just abnormal. But that was the only thing outside of, um oh, and when I didn't have the... um. Like, I didn't smell for, like, maybe, like, four days, right? Mm. My taste came back right away. Okay. And then, like, the, um, uh, 
once I once I thought like, dang, did I have COVID? You know what I'm saying? You think, yeah. I don't know. And then once I did go get checked, I didn't. Right. You know, so I, that's why I said it, it passed through me, I believe. Mm -hmm. But um, other than that, no, I haven't okay. never had no other symptoms. Okay. Um, just drink tea, vitamins, you know what I'm saying? Stay hydrated pretty much. Right. I mean, and then... Um, you know, they say that it's the people that, oh, you have underlying conditions where yep. everybody has something wrong with mm -hmm. them, right? Mm -hmm. But no, nothing. So That's a blessing. That's a blessing. I mean, a lot of people around me also, they have got the shot. Yeah. And um, they always say that with the shot, um, they had an arm issue. Everybody had an arm issue or they were what? sleepy. Oh, yeah. The you next was, day, yeah, they was, was down for 24 hours. And then after that, they was up, jumping, running. You I know? think I was sleepy for two weeks. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> girl, I just wanted to sleep. Yes. Two weeks, really? Yeah, girl, two weeks. You I'm didn't have you. clients for two weeks? Oh, I had clients. I just... Well, one time morning. I remember you had a client. You had to go home. I oh. kept begging you, just go home, girl. Tell the lady <laughs> that, that you would shot. do it again. Yeah. yeah. Girl, look, Um, I think <laughs> I got up in the morning. I was like... Ready to go. I was like, yeah, I feel good, you know, and right. had a couple clients. Girl, every time, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, mm -hmm. between 1 and 2, I got tired. I'm like ready to go to sleep. Oh, wow. After the shot for was two that, weeks. Was, wait, hold on. Was that the time that you got the shot? Yeah. Ain't that uh -huh, crazy? Two weeks after. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Within so right the at the period. two weeks later. And that must have been, you know how they say, side effects happen when things are wearing down. Hey. So maybe that's down. when it started lowering, like your dosage started lowering or something. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but the thing know. is now when I sit and think, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I took the vaccination. Mm -hmm. And you hear all the CDC and everyone saying, um, well, everybody should wear a mask, even the people that's vaccinated. Right. I'm like. Now I'm having these mixed emotions. Like, right. sh I shouldn't even took the shot. Why did I, you know? Well, because you felt like you should because you you provide a service. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. um, I understand because, you know, that's your bread and butter. So you want to make the clients feel safe, right? Mm -hmm. And myself safe as right. well. So right. that's why I took it. And, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Hopefully this stuff will <laughs> pass. God for. Lord, just so you suggest that everyone takes the us. vaccination. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think because I did. Which one did you do? I did Moderna. Moderna. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, that's the two, the two shots. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And and can you say, um, since you've had it, does it is it like the uh, flu effect? It was. Yep. I uh, let's see. The first shot. Well, both shots. I was down. The next day, that morning, well, that night. So I, I took the shot around four or five o'clock, mm -hmm. and that night around ten, I felt feverish. Okay. My body was hot, felt feverish okay. both times. Okay, and I think that's the worst. I felt tired. I did have diarrhea on one. <laughs> oh girl, I was going to the bathroom. I said, "Look, y'all, I'm going to, have to counsel some y'all babies. Right, I'm in the bathroom more than I'm doing." Well, that. I mean, did that? Did you did you lose weight? <laughs> Girl, I wish I'm trying she to lose something. While we talking about weight, now it's true, baby. We need to be uh, we gonna update y'all because we gonna get on this workout regimen. Okay, so one day we gonna we gonna get together. We gonna no, ain't no one day we gonna start doing this. <laughs> oh my god! So I guess. Oh, well, that's it. it um, yeah, we can wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. 
Make sure y'all check us out on Mondays every morning. Thank you. Have a nice night. Oh, yeah. Traveling in some motion. Okay, what do we say?